Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers. Today, we're doing a special NCAA Weeks 8. You know, we're week 8 already. The time is flying by. Game preview between the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Ohio State Buckeyes, the number two ranked team in the country. So if you enjoy this video or this episode of the podcast, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week, Facebook and YouTube. We also have clips of our show on Instagram at 100 Football and our amazing LinkedIn page where you can find some amazing access to our podcast. Available Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy listening to your podcast. Let's get into this one. Iowa, Ohio State. The first time these two teams have played since 2017 when Iowa got the big win over the Buckeyes. But currently looking at the 2022 season, Iowa sitting at a record of 503-3 on the year. As for Ohio State, they are perfect, picture perfect, 6-0 on the season. Let's talk more about these Hawkeyes, what they can do to pull off the win this upcoming week. So Iowa, it's it, it's a team that to say struggles is an understatement. They they can't score points flat out. They the most amount of points Iowa has scored this season. I, I want you to sit back and take this in, right? Twenty-seven. The entire season. Other than that, not much doing. Currently, out of the 100 and I believe 31 teams ranked in Division One football in the FBS in terms of points per game, the Iowa Hawkeyes sit pretty at number 127, averaging just 14.7 uh, points per ball game. They're barely averaging over two touchdowns. So this is a team that needs to rely on some good quality defense to get some wins or maybe just do something. Meanwhile, on the flip side, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but Ohio State, they're ranked number one in terms of offense with 48.8 points per game. So just the difference in offense right there is all I need to say, honestly. 
Spencer Petras, the quarterback, 87 to 161, 939 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions on the season. So not much doing for him there. Uh, Williams, the, the running back, right, 64 carries, 236 yards, also not doing much. But Laporta, their wide receiver, leading the way, 30 catches for 278. And they, they've just got to get some offense flowing out there in Iowa, man. If they want to win this ball game, if they want to upset the Ohio State Buckeyes, they got to do something. Their last game against Illinois on October the 8th, they lost 9-6 to in a battle of the field goals. Uh, and then against Michigan, a tougher matchup, right, 27-14. I thought Michigan was going to run away with it, but they also struggled. But they just they got to work on that, man. But I will say, though, their defense is really good, right? Their defense looks pretty solid at times. They, so in terms of their season, they've lost 10-7, 27-14, and 9-6. So that is their strong suit, obviously. Got to rely on that this upcoming week to get the big W. Now, for the defense, watch out for linebacker Jack Campbell, currently leading the team with 62 tackles on the season. 13 sacks as a whole for these Hawkeyes, with the leader being Lucas Van Ness, defensive lineman. He could have a big day. Interceptions, make that six on the team. Cooper DeJean leading the way with three of those bad boys. So, Iowa, got to work on some offense, man. Try, just got to try something. Right, just see if it sticks. I don't know. Get some trick plays in there, but you got to work on something if you're going to upset this Ohio State team. I'm just saying. Let's talk about these Buckeyes. Perfect 6-0 record on the season, and it's the C.J. Stroud show. And when I say that, this young man has been balling, as our guy, Mr. Football Vince Turner, like to say, 113-160 passing, 1,737 yards. 24 touchdowns and only three interceptions through six games so far this season. That's incredible. There's a reason. I did a video a couple months ago talking about my top five Heisman. Go check out that whole list. But he is for sure on that list. And here he is looking like the front runner so far this upcoming 2022 season. Now, also for the Ohio State Buckeyes, it's not just him. You also have a top tier running back in. Mayan Williams, the running back, number three, the junior out of Cincinnati, 64 carries, close to 500 yards, but he gets it done on the ground. Eight scores so far on the season, and the receiving core. I mean, it, I mean it, it's a heck of a receiving core, man. When you look at this team, they got Egbuka, 35 catches, 655, an 18.7 average, six touchdowns. Of course, Marvin Harrison, Junior, nine touchdowns on the season with 536 yards caught and 31 receptions. Those are your two top guys, the two big guys you got to look out for each and every single week. But let's flip things over to the defense where they are still rocking over there as well. Looking at this team for so far this year, right, in terms of points they've given up and points they've gotten, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, they are the top scoring team in the country in terms of points per game. Now, they have pretty much ran through everyone in terms of just pure dominance. A little bit of, of, I'll say, a struggle against Notre Dame. Week one, they won 21 to 10. Other than that, everything else has been a complete and utter blowout. Uh, 45 to 12, 77 to 21. Are you sure they weren't playing on rookie? 55 to 21 next week, 49 to 10 against Rutgers, and then against Michigan State on 
uh, October the 8th, they beat them 49 to 20. And they are just steamrolling through everyone. The most amount of points they've given up this season is just 21. So pretty even there also with Iowa, right? But this team on defense is no slouch either. I know we'll talk about the offense, but that defense comes to play each and every single week. Tommy Eichenberg, 50 tackles on the season right at that half century mark. In terms of sacks, you've got a bunch of big guys up there. But, of course, Michael Hall Jr. is your leader, four and a half on the season, with Eichenberg right behind him with two and a half, 14 sacks on the season for the Buckeyes. In the secondary, you got to watch out for those guys out there. They have four interceptions on the year, so not a whole lot. But in terms of passes defended, they have 17. Watch out Denzel Burke, the corner. He's out there. He's a ball hawk. He's ready for it, along with Jair Brown on his opposite side. So Ohio State is just an, a complete it, – it's a, it's a machine, right? A well-oiled machine each and every Saturday. You know what you're going to get out of Coach Ryan Day. However, for, uh, for Iowa – it's been a little hit and miss so far this season. I mean, if you if you've seen some of the highlights, there they you know the offense can definitely struggle at points, and so for that reason, I gotta go, man. Ohio State getting. I'm gonna go with the easy W in this ball game. Give me Ohio State. You know what? Give me Ohio State 52, and give me Iowa. I'll go. I'll be generous, and I'll give them 14. So 52 to 14. Go with the Buckeyes. I can't wait to see how this game plays out this upcoming week at Ohio State. If you enjoy the video, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Everyone, we go live each and every single week. Facebook, YouTube. Check out our podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just look for our logo right there with the ball on the 50-yard line, and you will be ready to be engulfed in some amazing football action, football knowledge in terms of draft prospects for 2023. Yes, we're already – we've been doing this for months, but we're still – getting things ready, getting you prepped for who could be number one. Game previews, obviously, as we're doing right now, both in college and the NFL, and pretty much every single week, we have an amazing guest or guests come on our show and talk with our legend, Bobby Butler, about the game they've played, football. We've also had some amazing uh, other guests on who are not in the football world but have tremendous stories. So go over there, check that out along with all of our amazing content, well, well over a 1,000 episodes and counting. I've been your host today, Logan Landers. Enjoy the rest of the week, the weekend, watch some football, and we'll see you on another live episode. Let's find out what Logan Landers has to say about the next game preview. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers. Today, doing a special look, NCAA Week 8 game preview between the South Carolina Gamecocks and the Texas A&M Aggies. So, if you enjoy the video, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week, Facebook, YouTube. We can check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn as well, and, of course, anywhere you enjoy listening to podcasts like Spotify or Apple Podcasts for some amazing football content. Let's get into this one. Week 8 between these two squads here. You got the Texas A&M Aggies, who are sitting at 3-3 three and three on the year. And the South Carolina Gamecocks, to a, a surprise of a lot of fans, at 4-2 and two on the season. Let's talk about this game, break it down, and I'll give my final score. Looking at the Texas A&M Aggies, they faced off against Alabama in a tough loss, a close game, with the loss going 24-20 to 20 in favor of the Crimson Tide. In that ball game, we saw Haynes King, the quarterback, not have the best day overall, did get banged up. He is going to be ready to go against 
South Carolina so can week, it seems. 25 of 46 passing, 253 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. Just not the prettiest uh, in terms of completion percentage and stuff like that. But overall, not a bad day. Could improve, though. The running game, not much to speak of in that game either. Uh, Devin Aikney, 16 carries, 62 yards, under a four average in terms of the run. You got to get that up. They ran for only 70 yards against that tough Crimson Tide defense, which was number one at the time. Evan Stewart led the way with eight drafts for 106 yards. He is someone to look out for once again. As for the defense, only allowed 24 points against Alabama, which is known as more of an offensive team this year as opposed to a defensive team. Damani Richardson led the way with 12 tackles in total. They were able to get to Jalen Milrow, the backup quarterback who was starting that game, four times. They had four sacks as a team. Fadil Diggs had two of those. Chris Russell Jr. got one, as well as Jared Kurt. Two passes defended, one INT. Give that one to Jardine Gilbert. So a tough loss for the Aggies, but a commendable uh, round of applause. Good showing, but it just was not enough, uh, a, uh, you know, a little bit ago. But it is what it is, right? We're moving on to bigger, to better things. They got South Carolina, a tough loss. You know, like I said, they were off last week, so they are well rested. Now, looking at this team, look a little bit deeper, right? Haynes King, he had the job. He lost the job to Max Johnson, and now he's got it back again. Hopefully, he can keep the keys to the starting position for the remainder of the year. Looking at the stats on the season for the Aggies in terms of how King has been doing. 763 yards, a 58% completion percentage, five TDs, but five interceptions. So not the greatest turnover to touchdown ratio. Could definitely improve that and then some. Devin Aikney, a, a, a guy who I think is just, just at the bits, ready for a breakout game. 5.4 average, 528 total yards, three touchdowns on the year in under 100 rushing attempts. Evan Stewart, like I mentioned, someone to look out for over 300 yards on the year with 26 catches. Averages 11.7 every time he gets the ball. Got into the end zone just once, but I think his number could go up in this game against the Gamecocks. And also Antonio Johnson leading the way, 48 total tackles, doing his thing. In terms of sacks, these Aggies get after 10 so far on the season with their main man coming, and that is Mr. Chris Russell Jr. at two and a half. So Texas A&M, we'll see which side of them we get. Are they going to be a powerhouse? Are they going to look good like they've done against some teams? Is their offense going to be clicking, or is it going to struggle to generate points? It remains to be seen. Now, looking at the South Carolina Gamecocks, talking about them, they have looked really good three straight wins in a row after two tough losses to number one ranked Georgia and, at the time, number 16 ranked Arkansas. They got the win, a very impressive win this past week over Kentucky, who was ranked number 13 at the time. So they were able to get there, put some work in, and only allow 14 points in the ball game. That is how you get a big win right there. Uh, excuse me, they played on the 9th, I believe. So that was two weeks ago. They also had an off day. Spencer Rattler, the quarterback, 14-19 passing, not a whole lot done there. 177 yards, one TD, one INT. Uh, but the real, the reason he didn't throw the ball, right, that running game, man, that running game was looking stout. They were getting after it. Marshawn Lloyd, have yourself a day, 22 carries, 110 yards, 5.0 average. As a squad, they ran it 42 times for close to 200 yards, 179 to be exact. Leading receivers, Antoine Wells Jr., three catches for 66 yards. And that one, hey, he averaged 22 yards a catch, 
for that game against Kentucky. So he was able to get in the end zone for his amazing efforts. Um, as for the defense, really strong, a really good performance uh, for this team. And it, it's been hit and miss, right? They've either looked really good or they've looked kind of rough at times, right? And when I say that, in the games that they've had this year for South Carolina, in the big games, the one that mattered the most, against Arkansas, you gave up 44. Against Georgia, you gave up 48. But then this game against Kentucky, you only gave up 14. So it, it seems like their defense is definitely looking solid. Um, Chris Rodriguez did what he's always going to do, right? He, he's a tremendous running back. He ran for over 100 yards against them, but he is a top back in the NCAA. Uh, Sherrod Green, really good player, really good. 12 tackles led the way um, for the game against Kentucky. Also had a sack for his efforts. So this South Carolina team is really good. They're also good on special teams. I believe they've blocked five punts on the year. Um, so they can get you there as well. So don't sleep on the special teams unit. A really good battle here between two teams who are pretty evenly matched, I would say. As I said, the Aggies coming in at 3-3, three and three, South Carolina coming in at 4-2. and two. Right now, A&M, uh, you know, they're fifth in the SEC. And right now, Carolina, they are fourth. So battle for some SEC supremacy. So this is kind of a toss-up, but I think I am going to roll Give me the South Carolina Gamecocks. I, I think that they're having a good season. I think it continues. I just need to see how they're going to react. I think Spencer Rattler, the change of scenery is really paying off for him. And we see that now he's getting more comfortable. Thrown for over 1,000 yards this year, one uh, close to 1,300, uh, over almost a 66% completion percentage. But the one key, can he get those turnovers down? Five touchdowns to eight interceptions. So we'll see which Spencer Rattler we can get, but I'm going to go with the South Carolina Gamecocks getting one of this one. Give me South Carolina 27 and the Texas A&M Aggies 24. Yes, a three-point ball game in this one. Maybe a late game with a field goal, man. I love seeing those in college uh, because we know the kickers, right? They're not always the most consistent. Maybe a missed attempt can lead to a win from South Carolina. Who knows? But I got this one being a three-point ball game. Give me the Gamecocks to win in this one. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time, this show is presented by Bet Online. If you enjoy the video or the Simpson podcast today, ladies and gentlemen, first off, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you haven't done so already, please like, comment, share, and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Turn on notifications as well. We have a bunch of videos every single week. A lot of game previews is what we're in season four, obviously. But we also do amazing draft prospects, history specials, legends interviews, and so, so much more. So you don't want to miss any of our action. And also, like I said, check us out on our podcast, Biblical Eagles Podcast, for the audio version of our show. I've been your host today, Logan Landers. If you liked it, hey, like I said, like, comment, share, and subscribe. And enjoy some football this weekend. Enjoy it and uh, have a good time with your friends, family, loved ones. And until then, we'll talk to you on another episode. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on, and who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.